Welcome to Motherhood Makeover Podcast. I'm your host, Kristen Faust, mom of two boys and certified nutrition coach and personal trainer. I help busy and overwhelmed moms, is that you? Make self-care simple by focusing on the five foundations of health and wellness so that you can feel your best and love who you see in the mirror. Welcome to another episode of Motherhood Makeover. It's Monday, so that means it's your Monday micro challenge. And even if you're not listening on a Monday, this can be benefit. You can start the challenge any day of the week. I just have these episodes every Monday for you, so you can start your week off fantastic. Because the biggest changes in your life truly come from the small daily changes that you make. So this week, there's something that the average American does 11 hours a day. Okay, there's 24 hours in a day. So 11 hours is almost 50% of your day. Can you guess what it is? All right, you have a guess? You, it might be obvious, at least I think it could be pretty obvious, but maybe it's not. It's screen time. The average adult gets 11 hours a day of screen time. I know when I used to have a desk job, I most definitely was probably getting at least 11 hours a day of screen time. And especially with phones these days, it's easily that amount. And this is important because it affects your health, even if you don't realize it. So there's five ways that it can really impact your health. And that's why it's the challenge for this week. So vision, first one vision, maybe you feel this. I know I have over the last five years, so five, 10 years, that you can experience blurred vision, dry eyes, headaches, And I know that I have had issues with my vision not being great after being working computer job where I had to be on the computer for eight plus hours a day Um, and I had to get glasses and I have not needed glasses really ever. And I don't know if you've ever experienced this where if you're looking at your phone for too long, you try to look up and if you try to look like long distance, something far away or like look at the horizon, everything's blurry because your eyes have been focusing nearsighted so long. So that's one reason. The next is physical pain. So you can have neck and shoulder pain. So not just text neck from holding your phone, but even if you're sitting at a computer, it's really easy to have poor posture. I, uh, I'll be the first to admit, I have horrible posture when I'm sitting at the computer working. It's just so challenging even when I've had like the ergonomic rolling chair I'm never great about that I like kicking my feet up when I'm on the computer and it's just not great the next one is addiction and reward seeking it is very common even if you don't feel like you're addicted to your phone or to social media or to checking your email you might very well be uh the reason why is the dopamine, so it's a reward center in your brain, gets a hit of that pleasure, that good feeling. Every time you get a notification on your phone, you get a like on social media, maybe every time you get an email, it creates that reward system and your brain gets addicted to it. So it wants to keep getting that feeling, which is where, why it can be so easy to pick up your phone 70 plus times a day and look, keep checking Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, whatever you use to see if you've gotten any more likes or comments um, or even checking your email or just notifications in general on your phone. 
The fourth one is weight. So there's a correlation between more screen time and, and a heavier weight and just more health problems in general, like a higher rate of obesity, hypertension, diabetes, which correlates because if you think about it, if you've been working from home or you have a desk job, you just, you're not moving a ton. And so when you're not walking around moving a ton, your NEAT or your non-exercise activity thermogenesis, so it's basically calories burned outside of exercise, your NEAT drops dramatically. If you're not getting a lot of steps in, you're not doing a ton of moving, you're just sitting in a chair, sitting on the couch, working all day, or even if you're just a stay-at-home mom sitting with your kids all day, not really getting out and moving, or just sitting on the park bench, not doing a ton of movement lowers your NEAT, and the more you sit, the higher chance you have of having a heavier weight and having all those health problems because your body's not moving like it was designed to do. And then the fifth one is one you probably are aware of, but sleep. It is because the blue light from all the devices, whether it's a computer, iPad, TV, phone, emits blue light. And blue light is what suppresses melatonin. And you need melatonin to get that good night's sleep. So if you're constantly on screens all day, especially in the evening, if you're on your phone, it will block that creation of melatonin. And so it can be harder to fall asleep. You can feel like you have poor sleep. And this is where that chronic fatigue comes in, where if you're constantly not getting quality sleep, you will feel like your sleep will get worse and worse and worse. It doesn't, like, it can be easy to think, oh, if you don't get enough sleep, eventually you'll just crash and that might happen. But usually what happens with the blue light is you just feel wired and tired. So you feel awake and you can't turn your brain off. You have trouble falling asleep. So those are the five reasons. Right, so what can you do to limit your screen time? I'm not telling you to limit it totally. I will be the first to admit, I know I'm addicted to my phone. I know I have a very hard time putting it down. If you have, I don't know about Android, I think they have these settings, but I have an iPhone. On the iPhone, you can set up screen time limits. You can set it for specific apps. You can also set uh, time limits for each app so you can get specific like oh you want 30 minutes on Instagram and 20 minutes on Facebook so you can create those customizations within each app and then you can also schedule downtime I schedule downtime at night so about 30 minutes before bedtime I will schedule downtime to start which closes out all the apps except for like our baby monitor and um, YouTube because I use it for meditations And you can also select with the downtime which apps you want to allow and which ones you don't. And then you can set that to be every day of the week or certain days of the week. And to prevent, it kind of, you can obviously override it because you can easily put ignore or allow for today and you'll bypass it. But it's a great way just to prompt you and to start you realizing how often you are trying to go past this goal you set. And another thing too is the phone will tell you how many times on average you pick up the phone a day, how many hours you're spending on what uh, apps, but it kind of groups them by social media and different, it categorizes them. So it won't specifically, I don't think it specifically says which app you're spending how much time in. 
but you can look at that to see how much of a problem it really is for you. Another way is to just keep the phone in another room. Uh, you can also put it, I would su highly suggest turning off all notifications. You will survive. Or at least turning the sound off so you're not getting notifications. I don't have any notifications for social media. The only notifications I get are phone calls and text messages. Everything else is turned off. And that could be a way to prevent you from being distracted throughout the day and having to pick up your phone because you're hearing it go off again and again. And then another thing is to, I will say, you can wear blue light blocker glasses at night. I highly recommend that. That's what I do. Um, but I still think you should limit the amount of screen time. So that's your challenge for this week is to kind of look at how much time you are on your phone or watching TV or on your computer and look at where can you start to reduce it? Where can you start to set your phone down? Start realizing, are you addicted to your phone? Do you need some sort of intervention, like using the downtime on the phone or deleting apps on the weekend or deleting apps during the week, whatever works for you. So my challenge for you is to look at what you're currently getting in screen time and lower it by two hours every day. Now, it seems like a lot, but think about if you, the average is 11. So if you're on a screen for 11 hours, it's just lowering it to nine. So you can figure, I bet you can figure out how to lower that to nine and see how you feel after. Or if you have the opportunity at summer, if you're going on vacation, try to find a way to just get rid of screen time for the entire time you're on vacation. We did that in Wyoming because we were forced to because we didn't have cell phone signal or Wi-Fi. And it was amazing. Like it felt so good to not be, it was really hard to not be able to access anything, especially when we're trying to Google and map like how far things are away and where we're going to go to eat. But it was like the biggest blessing in the end because we weren't constantly on the phones and it forced us to be really present in the moment. So that's your challenge for this week is screen time, figuring out how to reduce every day by two hours. Where can you challenge yourself? I know you can do this as hard as it may seem. I'm also going to be doing it right there with you. We can do it together. And if you are able to do it, or this is so helpful for you, please DM me on Instagram or Facebook. It's at Kristen G. Faust or tag me in your stories. I would love to hear how you're reducing your screen time or what your thoughts were on this. And I hope you have a great week.